Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And battle. and geeks the sexy listeners of love lust and badass so this is your boy ceo hayes with the lovely and sexy miss aj badass jones is in the building what's going on jones hey how are you darling i'm doing all right you know what we are going to rename this podcast to just the fuckery because the amount <laughs> of fuckery we deal with um is just um, yeah it's, it's, I, I don't know what's been going on lately it's just been crazy. Uh, I don't know. And then this whole cuffing season bullshit that we talked about last year around this time. Um, it's just like all, all just. Yeah, I, I've been seeing the memes pop up. And, and, it, and the interesting thing is it's not just like women who are posting like it's guys too, which I really wouldn't expect. But it just, yeah, that shit's just irritating. Like super duper irritating. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, we're not like a lot of these people. So it is what it is. Maybe it's just us. But moving on from that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump right into the fuckery this week with the update of last week's fuckery. So last week we had a scenario that was sent in someone who needed our advice after their boyfriend had given them STDs a grand total of three times, I believe is what it was. And now the young lady is pregnant, wanted advice on what she should do before we even posted that episode. So it was literally, I think the day before that I was going to post the episode that I told you had already got an update about it. Um, and unfortunately we had already recorded, but she said that, uh, she, you know, just got fed up, decided to go through the young man's phone and ended up finding out that this guy has been hooking up with other men and transsexuals on an app called Grinder, I think is what it is. Whatever the hell that is, I don't stay up to date on dating apps. AJ, you 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 find your husband has been having uh gay sex. What what's what's your your reaction to this? And not that there's anything wrong with being gay, homosexual, bisexual. There's nothing wrong with you know to each its own. But to find something out like that from the person who's supposed to be dedicated to you, what would you say? But that's what I was just going to say. Like, this really has nothing to do with what his sexual preferences are if he were single. But he's not. <laughs> Yo, man, honestly, you're really starting me off on a bad, bad, bad note. Oh, my gosh. If I didn't go punch him in his fucking throat and try to kill him. Yeah, I'm leaving and taking everything you have. Everything that you have. Are you crazy? Now I'm thinking back to her question about she's thinking about whether or not she should leave him bitch run for the fucking ills are you kidding me you need to go get yourself tested and and tested a second time and get one back up test because really and truly now it's not just he's out there sleeping with other women and coming home and giving you an std now you really may have not only the gift that keeps on giving which is herpes you could have something more substantial than that like yo I know last week I said you're not good to yourself and you couldn't love your good, good vagina. And, and, and I get it. You know what I mean? But yeah, you need to be up and out of that situation. Like with the quickness, you need to pack up your shit, take your good, good pregnant belly and move to wherever the fuck it is that you need to move to file for divorce. What Get whatever it is that you need to support yourself and, and your child. But you need to get out of you need to get out of that situation. Like that's that man, yo, that man is no good. That man is dirty and him no good. Oh my god, CJ, please. Um, you know what? I can't. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. He's no, that man is no good. He's a dirty, dirty, low down, dirty, dirty dog. And again, it has nothing to do with his sexual preferences. I don't give a shit whether or not he's gay, homosexual, bisexual, trisexual, whatever it is. You're in a relationship with somebody and you're lying about that. I'm bringing things back, which means that the people that you're sleeping with, you're not protecting yourself no fucking time. No time. (sighs) I knew I should have done a split before this episode. I felt like, you know what? I feel like when we record this time around, something bad's going to happen and my blood pressure is just going to go up and look, here we are. Thank you, CJ. I appreciate that. It's not my fault. It's not not my fault. I just, I present what was sent to us and I just give it 
to the people so they can hear us discuss it. That's it. That's that's my only role here. Um, but I will I will piggyback off of this. We're not going to shame anyone for their sexual preferences. We're going to shame people for not being able to be faithful in a relationship. If you were single, and I think you, I mean, you started off by saying this, sleep with every Tom, Dick, Harry, Jane, Felicia, alien, whatever you want to, that's up to you. But when you are in a committed relationship, like I said, I don't remember if they're married or just dating. I I, I can't remember that detail right now, but it's, it, oh man, that's just... Wow. And you're bringing your child into this world in that fucked up, crazy situation. Like, seriously? And then the thing is, like, okay, so has she confronted... Like, we don't even know if she's confronted him about what she's found out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, gosh, this whole situation is just a mess. Because it's like, okay, I'm not an advocate of snooping in people's dirt. Because them times you'll find out things where you really don't want to find out. But she actually needed to because this is not something that he would have ever told her. Like, yo, he needs to get his life together she needs to get her shit together and and move. She needs to come out of that situation. There, there's any way you cut, slice, dice, mince, shred, grate that situation, there's no good outcome. Because if you thought you couldn't trust him before with not STD, STD number one, two, but up to three, you absolutely cannot trust that man ever again in life. How? Because every time he steps a toe over the threshold of the door to leave to go someplace in the back of your mind every single time you're going to be wondering if he's going to go fuck tracy or our tracy unisex names you know what i mean like no friend sorry no i couldn't i couldn't that could i couldn't i couldn't oh my god i feel really bad for her like last week i know i was ranting and telling her that she couldn't love her vagina like you give him a blight one time he gives you an std he comes back out a second time and you say that's when you say to yourself you know what yeah no more unprotected sex between us you need to bag that shit up you let him come back a third time Give you an STD and breed you. And now to find out this, yeah, my my sympathies, my heart, my, 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 my I, yeah, I feel for you. I feel for you. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a deep one there. Um, all right. Let's, let's just, I think we, I think we killed that one. Uh, unless you have anything else to say, are you ready to move on into the next bit of fuckery that we, it's, it's just all fuckery. Like it's just really all fuckery. It's, <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm I'm ready to, to to. I don't have nothing else to say about that. I, I'm just sitting here with, holding my head in my hand, shaking my head because I just I, I don't get it. Like I don't. <sighs> Anyways, uh, so we had an anonymous submission. Uh, someone wrote into my DM an extensive huh, a background scenario, and then there is a question um, that I think both you and I will be fairly, fairly well equipped and able to answer. When when did you get this random submission or this anonymous submission? Um, this was, I got it last week. Um, Mm. and when the person had sent it, they'd asked me not to say anything. And then I think that they had given it some thought and consideration. And then they asked, um, they said that it was okay to use it as part of our, um, podcast because I I guess maybe they wanted a, a broader opinion about it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, here goes. Um, My friend has been talking to a guy on and off a little over three years. When she met him, he was just ending things with his wife, getting divorced. He lived alone and seemed to be the perfect man in her eyes. Educated, well-spoken, very handsome, and a fantastic father. When they stopped speaking to each other the first time, it was because she questioned if he true if because she questioned if he was truly done with his wife. And after they parted ways, his wife was back in the picture. He and his wife separated again, and the guy and my friend reconnected. Maybe about four months later, he became more and more distant, and they stopped talking again. She later found out that he had moved back in with his wife. Skipped to another six months later, they got in contact again with each other. This time, he told her he he always really loved her. He just didn't like being away from his children, and he didn't like how it made them feel when he and his wife were living in separate homes. He told her that he didn't he didn't want to her to not be he didn't not want to be in her life and that he was happy when and he wasn't happy whenever they stopped speaking. She continued to talk to him but this time because of how much he said he loved her and how much she meant to him she stayed. He would see her every chance he could get and always remind her that he and his ex-wife were not together they were only living together for the sake of the children. By this time they were having unprotected sex and she had gotten pregnant twice and miscarried both times. The first time she got pregnant, she thought about abortion because she didn't really feel he would ever fully commit to her 
and actually and he actually got mad at her for thinking that mind you he's still living with his ex-wife so he got mad about the fact that she wanted to have an abortion now i know you're thinking the back and forth would be over but no the wife left this time and he assured my friend that he just wanted to be happy and he couldn't just continue to live in a home with no peace even for his kids he told her that the kids pick up on everything and they could see through the facade and it was time for them just to just move on and he really wanted to figure things out with her because he's never loved any woman the way he loves her and now it looks like the wife is slowly, once again, coming back into the picture for the sake of the children. My friend finally feels that she's wasting her time and he's always going to be stringing her along. He keeps saying he wants to figure out things with her, but she thinks that he needs to figure out things with his ex first. So my question to you both is, do you think she should completely leave him alone? Or do you think that she should be patient and wait because he's really concerned about his children and how their, their divorce is impacting them? That was a long read. Yeah, that was definitely a long read. So I will say um, this: there, there are people, and and AJ, I'm sure you can you can um, shed some light on this too. But there are people who, even after their divorce, maybe live with their ex, like in a in a different capacity. I'm not saying that it's the best situation, but there are people who maybe that that's until like something smooths out or whatever. I can't say that that's always the best or a fruitful situation at all. Um, but there are people that do that sounds like at points he's and correct me if I'm wrong, AJ, I just cause that was a long read. I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. So in everything that you read, it seemed like he was upfront with her or was he hiding the fact of stuff from her? See, he never, I, I'm not, it, it, it doesn't, blah, blah, blah. it doesn't really say how she found out that the ex-wife was back in the situation mm -hmm. other than one time. Um, it says that every time they stopped talking, she somehow found out that the ex-wife was back in the picture. So I don't know that he was actually upfront with her to say, hey, this is what's going on. To me, it doesn't seem like it from what I read okay, and from the discussion. You, now, you said that after they stopped talking, though, right? Right. So it would it would be a situation where he would start to get distant and start to become more and more distant. And then mm -hmm. they would just stop talking. And in that in that transitional period of when they weren't communicating is when she somehow found out that his ex-wife was back in the picture. Now, now and so the thing that I, I and I'm always a big proponent of never assuming. So I would say ask him like if you haven't asked him like was well, this why you stopped talking to me don't assume necessarily that maybe that is or maybe he kind of distanced himself because he felt him, himself going back that way or whatever I, I would ask him definitely for clarity um but the thing is, is that like we say on everything your your happiness is your happiness don't blame it on anyone else don't allow anyone else to string you along and the thing is is that it, it seems like this is a trend so you know or if you haven't had the conversation you you know how you feel about it you can love someone and me aj me and you have said this multiple times you can love him more than you've loved everyone ever in history but at the end of the day you also have to love yourself um mm -hmm. and so okay in wait, that, wait, wait, wait. hold on sorry 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 i was wrong and going back mm -hmm. um he told her that he and his ex-wife were not together oh so at this point they were living together at what point? So, right. So the first time, I think it was like he distanced himself from her. And then when they started talking again, he told her that him him and his ex-wife were living in the same house, but they weren't together. But he was up front with that. I mean, right. I'm not saying that it's still not a, a crazy situation. I'm just what I'm trying to gather from this from this scenario in this situation is how how much was it that you found out versus how much was it that he told you? Because if he, for if example, you came back around and he said, Hey, this is the situation we're living together. This is why this, this, uh, this is what's going on. This is what happening. It seems like regardless of how messy that situation is, again, I want to make it clear. I'm not saying that that situation isn't confusing and messy, but if he's upfront with his mess, it seems like he at least wants you to know what's going on. And, there's some credit to be given for, for that. Again, I'm not I'm not excusing it, but I'm saying there's some credit. Me and you have said many times, don't take someone's power to decide away from them. So if he's giving you, hey, this is the situation and letting you decide, once you make that decision to stick around to whatever, then that, at that point, it's on you. Now, if he was deceiving you and you just right. you decide to stay around and you didn't know what was going on, then that's then that onus is fully on him. Does that does that make sense, AJ? No, it, it makes it makes absolute perfect sense. Like I, the one thing I can't side with him about is the fact that he knows that he's emotionally unavailable and for the most part, physically unavailable, like unless he's able to get away, you know, mm -hmm. and, and go to her. 
Um, that's the part that, that I don't agree with because he knows he's emotionally unavailable. Why are you trying to pursue a relationship with anyone when you haven't even settled the one that you're in, right? That in regards to him would be my, my biggest beef. But yeah, you're absolutely right in, in terms of him being upfront with her and, and allowing her to make that choice. If you choose to stay, you can't blame somebody for what they're doing. You can only be responsible for the actions that you take. You know, if he says, I can only see you Monday, Tuesday, because the rest of the week I have to be with the kids. And then on the weekends, my wife and I take, sorry, my ex and I take the kids to different events or, you know, my ex and I are going up to her mom's to go see whatever the case may be. You know, in his mind, they might not be doing stuff as a family to you the way that you're reading it. It sounds like that. But again, you know, like we, we've been saying from time immemorial, you have choice. No one can force you to be in that situation. If you stay in the situation, that is your choice to stay, you know, um, I, you know, it's it's one of those things where, like, you have to love yourself enough to understand that you deserve better. And sometimes I think that people don't take enough time to figure out what their true needs are and mm -hmm. weigh that against what they deserve. People feel like if somebody says to me they love me, I just need some time because I'm going through some stuff, but I want you to put your life on hold. I think I posted something like that. Like, you can't expect people to put their lives on hold like they're a layaway item and that they're just going to be there when you're ready to pick them up. It's unfair. You know, you can you can say that to someone, but ultimately, if they choose to, to say, you know what, I love you, but I love myself more. You have to accept that the same way as if you it's a, they give you a choice and you decide to say that's your decision. You can't get mad at people for what they put out or what they offer up. Um, you know, and, and it's funny to me that people get upset about those kind of things. Like they expect differently from people because somebody tells you that they love you. People use the word love with the wrong intention all the time. And especially if you're like a single woman and you're looking to get into a relationship and the guy is really great. Like she said, you know, he's educated, he's smart, he's funny, he's a great dad. She sees potential in, in that. You know what I mean? Of course. And, um, uh, like whatever the, all the good qualities are about him. The second he tells you that he loves you, especially if he sees that you're starting to move away from him, that's almost like an anchor. And so now it, it, it tugs on your emotions. And now it's like, okay, well, you know, if I wait just a little bit longer, you have to say to yourself at some point, his children are small. If he's staying there for the sake of the kids, you're going to be small for, you're probably looking at, a, at 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 least a five or six year wait, like seriously. So, well, the thing is, too, is, OK, so is he telling her to wait on him or is she choosing to wait? Like, it, it, again, I because I haven't seen this, I don't I don't know exactly yeah. what was said. But if if and is she is she dating? So is she like not she's literally just sitting around waiting on this guy. Well, see, this is the thing. Like those kind of details are not provided. Um, there's like a four month gap in there in when they're seeing each other. There's a six month gap. And when they're seeing each other, she was pregnant twice for him. Um, one of the two times she considered an abortion, he got mad at, at her for that. So I don't know. It doesn't give those kind of details about whether or not she's seeing other people. Um, but clearly she keeps going back to the situation, even if she is seeing other people. It, it can't be that serious if she's willing to go back to him, you know, for, at, at however and whenever and for whatever the reasons are. Hmm. So like part of this is, yeah, he would see her every chance that he it, that he could get and always reminded her that him and his ex were not together. They were only living together for the sake of the children. So those are the kind of reassurances that he provided her. So it, in, in essence, that's a way of asking somebody to stay or reassuring the person that, you know, what I mean, they're the one that they you know, you're the one that I really want to be with. I just need you to understand this a little bit longer. The kids are really small right now. This is taking an emotional toll on them. We're just trying to, you know, I just want their their home life to be as stable as possible. Me and my ex are not together. We don't sleep in the same room. We don't sleep in the same bed. You know, it's just that we're together. We're living in the same house for the sake of the children. If that's the case, and, then and, it shouldn't be any problem with her coming around, right? Exactly. So, so <laughs> again, so I mean that, and again, like I, I'm not, I'm not gonna say the guy's lying. I, I don't know. Like it, it, like I said before, regard even if he's being a hundred percent truthful and upfront, it's still a messy situation. But it seems yeah. like he's being upfront with the mess. So at that point, you have to sit around and say and and decide and talk to him. If he's being open with you, then it's you asking more questions, you having conversations shouldn't be shouldn't be a problem. If he's really trying to just put all the cards on the table and saying, hey. This is the hand I have right now. Do you want to play this game of spades with me or not? Basically, if, if 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 that's truly what he's doing, then ultimately you have to decide and you should be able to ask. You should be able to say, well, if you guys aren't really together, we should we should be able to get more time together than just Wednesday or whatever. Like it should be more than that. 
if he's if he's truly saying he wants to date you that way, if he's saying right now, I, I want to date you, but I have to get my mess out the way, or I have to get this out the way, hey, you can never expect anyone to sit around and what. So that he would be crazy to think that. Like if you talk to him and like you shouldn't be forced to put your life on hold for someone to figure out their mess, especially if they're not willing to make you a priority. That's what I will say. Um, Absolutely. So it yeah, seems yeah, like I you agree. guys have to have a conversation because, like I said, I mean, for and because there's been no like, well, I, I really found out that this was happening, at least not in, in the in the information that we've been given. It doesn't seem like any of that's going on. It seems like he may be conflicted about what to do with his kids or whatever. I can understand feeling conflicted. I'm not saying it's right or wrong the way he's going about it, but it's, I don't know. It, like, I just really feel like I need more information. Like it, it's, it's hard because in some, some cases it seems like he's being upfront, but then again, you know, we could just be getting her perspective and I, I don't know. Like this is, it's, this is crazy. That's what I could say. Fuckery. Like I said, the fuckery cast. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a tough one and it's, and it's Are a messy one. Who the the woman and the the husband that's the man that's living in the home with the ex wife? Yeah. Or the, yeah, she she was pregnant twice by this man and miscarried both times. Hmm. That's the thing. Like it's 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 a very it's a dicey situation because it's like okay, well, and then the thing is like there, there's a whole side of this that we don't know about the relationship that's going on in the home between him and his alleged ex wife, right? Because the way that the this, the way that the situation reads is initially. When he got divorced, he was living on his own. Mm-hmm. Like for whatever reason, this was taking a toll and creating some sort of instability with his children. And he and the ex-wife agreed that they would move in together for the sake of the children. So my understanding of it is when they first started talking, he was single. He lived on his own and that was it. But then because the they um because the the ex-wife came back into the situation of, of one of those, okay, like we all need to be together. We all need to be together in the same home uh, for the sake of the children. Then that's when things started to go sideways. So like I said, there's, there's some information that is available and then there's some information that's not available. Um, we don't know what the history is between him and the ex-wife or what the agreements are. Um, for all intents and purposes, theoretically, we don't even know if they were actually divorced or, or if they were just separated during that time. Right. So it's it's just it, any way you cut it, any way you slice it, any way you dice it's it. It's a mess. The man, it's a mess. The man is living in the home with his ex-wife. You're involved with this man, but he can't fully commit to you because his priority is being there in the home with his children, not so much with the ex-wife. But that's a situation that like you can't there's no working its way out of it. Right. And if the kids are small, you know, you're still looking at another four, five, six, seven, eight years before he's able to feel comfortable enough to get out of that situation. I know when um, my ex and I, when we separated, anytime I had to travel on business, he would come and stay in my house with the kids because it was the environment that they were they were used to. And so and there would be some overlapping times because I would come home. You know, I know that I had to leave again in about three or four days. So I would just say to him, just stay. You know, the guy that I was seeing at the time, he'd be like, well, can I come over? I'm like, well, you can't because the, the children's dad. Well, why is he there? Because he's staying with the kids. But I thought you guys aren't together. We're not together. So when, why is he there? Like, it, you know what I mean? So it just, it creates this whole weird dynamic. And unless, like, unless you're a really strong person, you really and truly believe that this man is for you, you maybe need to give yourself some distance from the situation if you're not emotionally equipped for it, because it's not a situation for him in, ter- in regards to his children that's going to change anytime soon, especially if they're small kids. Do you know the ages of the kids? I don't. The, none of those details were given. This is, and, and, I, just, I just need more information. Listen, I need more info. <laughs> Um, because like this, this is going to be like the, I I need this to like be the, the theme of the month. Like we need to update every week of what's going on between (laughs) this. Um, hopefully the young man listens to this podcast as well. Cause like, hopefully he hears this and he's like, you know what? That kind of sounds like the situation I'm in and writes in also like we need details. But as of right now, I think I've, I think I've verbalized my feelings on it pretty well. Um, yeah. So, you know, I mean, hey, do what you will with it. But like me and AJ both said, you have to be real with yourself first on what you can and can't deal with um, or what you not what you can and can't. Because even if you can deal with it, doesn't mean you need to be dealing with it. What you what are you what are you going to choose to deal with it? What are you going to choose to do for yourself? Not worrying about who loves you, who who doesn't. What's best best for your health, your situation, your life? 
And if for some reason you feel like it's best for you to wait for this man and that's the choice you make, realize this, that it's a choice that you're making. And yeah. uh, to the to the young man, I, w- I will say, write in. I need more details. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's hard because there are a lot of details that are missing. But what it really boils down to is you have to choose what's right for yourself. You know, if you feel like you can wait for him, then it's one of those put up and shut up kind of situations. Because, you know, un- until he feels comfortable enough to be away from his children for extended period of time. This is what his life is going to be for the next little while. It just is. Facts. Let's move on. Okay. So uh, a quick scenario. Um, Couple is dating. The woman feels like she gets a lot of herself and her energy and her time to her partner. And she doesn't get the same in return. So there are a lot of things that she considers in regards to him and a lot of um, allowances that she makes in regards to him and a lot of selfless active activities um, that she endeavors because of him. So the question is, at what point does self-love become selfish when you're in a relationship? Okay, that's a, that's a tough question to answer because I, I honestly and I truly believe that everyone needs to be a little bit selfish. I think that is yeah. good for your mental health. I, I think that it's also ultimately good for your relationship. I can't stress enough, and I say this to anyone who asks me a relationship question. They're like, "Well, you know, we don't get to spend it as much time as I would want together." Like realistically, and I and I've looked this up. So this is statistics coming from Hayes, and that is that a married couple that lives together with no kids typically only spends no more than three hours a day no three hours a week together so that's that's the average of the of the of the national average it's three a married couple with no kids on average gets three hours a week together so and again like most people i know in my relationships like i've I've expected more than that personally so i'm not just putting this on, on women or men but when you put that in perspective um Everyone needs to be a little bit selfish. Everyone needs me time. There, there needs to be time and space that you guys have to miss each other. Don't be afraid of that. I say that it starts becoming too much if you start feeling like you're not a priority anymore. Or you're, you, even if you just say, hey, you know, I know we, we don't usually get time on a random Thursday, but, you know, two Thursdays from now, there's this event I really want us to go to. And he's just like, well, no, you know, we don't even spend time together. Fridays are days. That's when it starts becoming a problem. There should be some flexibility. But like with all things, it's all about communication. Jones, what do you think about what I just said? I I agree. That's that's astronomical to me. Three hours. I, and the reason I'm saying that is because I remember if it was last episode, I think it was two episodes ago when we talked about the living apart together relationships mm-hmm. where you have couples who have a designated amount of time. So the gentleman comes uh, two weeks out of a month and then she goes to him one week. And that is the time that they have concentrated to spend with one another. And they're making an effort and they've been together for over 27 years. Now, in, in hindsight, that is the most ideal situation, you know, because you're it, it's planned. It's concentrated amount of time. Like three hours just seems crazy to me. And within that three hours of time, like you have to fit in a whole whack of stuff in order to sustain and maintain your relationship and not just the sexual intimate stuff. Um, you definitely have to be selfish, you know, and, 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 and people misunderstand taking time for yourself as opposed to, no, I don't want to do that for you. No, I don't want to, you know, be involved. No, I don't. Like if, if you're with somebody who says no to everything that you ask them to do, but they expect you to do everything they want you to do, want them, to, they want to do that's selfish. If the person says, you know what, babe, no, I don't want to do that, but we can do this. Like there's a, a, an, a, a trade-off, let's say, um, that's just them wanting to have a little bit of, of their own time, but they're willing to compromise with you and do some stuff that you like. The key to that line in the sand is compromise. If a person never wants to do anything that you want to do, but always wants you to do what they want to do, that is completely selfish. If some of the things that you're interested in, they're not interested in doing, but they offer you an alternative or there's compromise, then that is self-love and not selfish. That's being selfish with yourself, but not in a selfish way. I know that sounds totally confusing when I just said the last part, but you, you understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand completely. And I just, I looked it up just to verify my statistics. So what I gave the three hours a week, that's of quality time. So that's time devoted to just each other. If you add in eating together, um, 
watching TV together in time that's not spent in communication as far as like just sitting in the same room, kind of like if one person's reading a book, another person's reading a newspaper. On average, if you're adding that in, then it's two hours per day. Yeah, but even still, Bridget, that's not exactly. a lot of time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, think about it. That's less than than the average movie. So like, so what you're getting together, if you just, if you're going to condense it into just one activity, what you're getting with, on average, what people are getting with their, sp- these again, these are, are uh, this is a married couple with no children that work a full-time job, that both, both partners work a full-time job. You're basically only getting the amount of time to watch one movie together a day. Yeah, I honestly, I really think that my next relationship is going to have to be a living apart together relationship. That seems like there's more time invested in that than your regular everyday need to be in the same house, need to be sleeping in the same bed with you every day type of. Yeah, that's nah, that's not okay with me. <laughs> like, not at all. Oh, my gosh. It's, are, it's you, are you? Uh, what's the, I wanted to ask you, would you at this point in your life? Um, you know, having having been married and, and spent 10 years plus with with someone, um, would you say that you are more keen on being selfish with yourself at this point? Or are you open to um, negotiable selfishness in being with somebody? I'm, I'm open to negotiate, but some things aren't negotiable. For example, uh, as anyone who knows, knows that I am heavily like podcasting is my passion. It's not just something to do. It's something that I'm making money from now. It's something that ultimately I would like to turn into a career in radio. Like that's that's what it is. So there's a lot of that. The time that I dedicate into doing this isn't really negotiable to an extent. My kids also non-negotiable because my the time that I that I spend with my kids. Now, I will say this. Eventually, once I get to a point in a relationship, then that time with my kids will be family time like like you should be a part of that as well so i'm not saying that i would never say that oh just when i'm playing video games with xavier you can never come around like i would never say that eventually it would be hey let's all play board game together let's all play clue together let's turn it into something that's fun and enjoyable so they would have to be open to it not it not just being me and i think that's a big part with me being someone who has children you have to understand that my children are me so you can't just have that expectation of, well, I thought it would just it would just be us. Like, no, there's a good chance. Xavier, I mean, not Xavier. Allen's going to be running around in the background, chasing the dog <laughs> around. There's just a good chance of that at some point. Like you can't like, of course, initially we do need that one on one time. But if a year, year and a half into a relationship and you're just coming around, like you have to know that it just me is more than just me, if that makes sense. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> What about okay. you? Because um, you, you're a world traveler. So let's say let's say the person that you end up with has the ability to like work remotely so they can travel with you. And they say, Jones, I would I would really like to just be a part of that with you. I don't have to necessarily go to the event with you, but I can I can go to New Orleans with you and just sit in the hotel while you do your thing. At least that way, you know, when you come back, we can maybe crack open some wine and celebrate the event you just went to or something like. But I would like to be able to travel to some dates with you. Would you be open to that? I would, I would love that. See, part of, part of my issue is because, you know, and, and as much as people don't know a whole lot about my life, um, I do travel a lot. And, and a lot of that, half of it is, is pleasure. And then the other part of it is, is work related for, um, my company. Um, part of the issue has been in, in the relationships that I've, I've engaged in the last little while is like people get bent out of shape when I travel and they feel like it's entirely, uh, for pleasure reasons. And it really and truly is not. And anyone who knows me, like even when I'm traveling um, for pleasure, like the first couple of days of my travel, I'm locked in a room somewhere because I'm just trying to acclimatize to my surroundings and just trying to come down from whatever, you know, I, I whatever situation or whatever um, I just left. So being able to have uh, a partner who could travel with me and be able to work remotely and uh, interact in my life that way and, and have balance in their own life as well. That would be, Oh my God, he would get his dick sucked every fucking day. Jeez Louise. Wait, wait, say that, say, say that one more time for the people. He would get his motherfucking dick sucked every day. Bless him. In appreciation. Oh Lord. You you are a national treasure, my, my dear. A national treasure. (laughs) 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 
So uh, com- coming off that topic, let's go to to the other one that I have for today. Um, I, I love it when you when you make that sound like it's just like oh shit, here it goes. Um, I just I was so aggravated when you sent it to me and I read it. I was like, I want to go find her and punch her in her fucking face, like straight up. Oh my god. Oh, oh. sorry. You don't, you didn't agree, CJ. <laughs> <laughs> so you know we we comb through the fuckery on social media people have like just really dumb ideas with and posts when it comes to relationships for some reason um but this one this one was especially fucked uh like it just i was looking at this and like immediately when i read it the very first thing i did was send it to you like i don't even know if i read it all the way like i just sent it to you <laughs> oh boy but let's re- let, let's continue if he cheated on you instead of leaving him, and this is a post from a young lady. If he cheated on you instead of leaving him, just understand the fact that you lack something which the girl he cheated on you with doesn't. Find out that error in yourself. Apologize to him. Say sorry to him. Accept it. Accept it. Be better, woman. He's innocent and you are the one with guilt. Shut up. Oh, bitch, you need to shut up. Fuck. Oh, my God. Sorry. Yo. Oh, my God. Oh, CJ, I, oh boy. I feel so like I want, I, I want this thing. I couldn't even believe that somebody would be stupid enough, stupid enough to write this shit and send it out into the Twitter universe. And the craziest thing is nine fucking people liked it. I'm hoping there are nine people that are just her friends and they like whatever she tweets and just of supportive it and they didn't actually read it because if nine people, if the nine people who like this actually read it are in agreement there, they deserve to be cheated on every fucking day of their lives. Idiots. Idiots. That's what I'm saying. So like I'm reading this and if I was like someone who was actually interested in her, I would screenshot this and like just like in a younger me would just have like cheated on her every day and like just showed it to her like, no, remember this is your fault. This is not my fault. This is not my fault. Like, and, he like and, Becky with the good hair sucked my dick and swallowed all of my nut. You need to learn to do that. And so until you do, I'm going to continue to cheat on you. And then when she learns to do that, I'd be like, okay, well, you know, Cassandra, she quints her pum pum on me. You don't know how to do that. So here, look, I cheated on you because Cassandra can quint our pum pum. One time you learn to do that, then I'll be done with Cassandra. Fine. She learned to quint our... Like, I, I would cheat on the bitch so fucking... I mean, I'm being grimy right now and I don't even give a shit. How can anybody be this fucking dumb? Seriously. And my thing is, too, is like, and all jokes aside, like, I, I, I read this and I wonder, like, who's brainwashed her? Like, has she been cheated on that much to where it's like... And the person she was with just kept drilling home that it was her fault that eventually she just like, what is it? What is it, Stockholm syndrome? Like she has like relationship Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. I, I read it. And I was like, on what fucking planet does that happen? If he cheated on you, it's your fault. And understand that you are lacking something which is not keeping him at home. Are you? <laughs> okay. So um, if, if you're not doing whatever it is that he needs you to do, or you're not enough of a woman for him or whatever bullshit it is that he's told you to make you believe this fuckery. Why doesn't he just leave you and go be with, with Suzette or, or, or Becky Shar, whoever is giving him the sex that he prefers over yours? No, you feel like you, but you see, this is, this is how we get into like, even on a broader scope, this is how we get into those mental health issues where you have women who are dissecting their bodies and dissecting their faces all in the effort to be something that some man said to them you are lacking this or you don't look like her or your ass isn't big enough your pussy isn't tight enough your breasts aren't perky enough your lips aren't pouty enough your hair isn't long enough it isn't straight enough you're not light-skinned enough you're not dark-skinned like what all this other bullshit and you have people who are going through and dissecting themselves and dissecting their lives trying to be something that somebody told them that they're not bitch are you crazy are you crazy oh as you say, I, are you dumb? Like, are you dumb? That's... Like, are you dumb? Like, for real? No, like, seriously. Part of me wants to go and give her a hug because I feel bad for her. And then the other part of me wants to punch her in her throat. Who, like, oh my gosh. Sorry. Like, are you, like, seriously. Where, where... <sighs> CJ, I can't. I don't even know if I can get through this whole episode. God, no. My my body is on fire right now. I'm so mad. <laughs> that is hilarious. All right. Well. I swear my blood pressure is through the roof on this particular episode. And you're we're, right. We're gonna... This is this is the record. This this episode is the episode of fuckery. Like straight up. <laughs> and this is where we're gonna turn this into our listeners. I want to know, does anyone else 
think like this. Like, what do you guys, when you hear this, uh, age out, make sure I send this to you. I want you to work this, uh, the screenshot that I took into the cover art, but let me, let me know what you guys, how you guys feel about it. I need to hear feedback from this. When you guys listen to this episode, if our Twitter notifications aren't going the fuck off, something's wrong. Like I need to know how people feel about this, but what do we have next AJ? Oh, okay. Uh, question. I am a 32 year old woman and my boyfriend and I have been discussing sex and my lack of experience since he's one of three people I've ever had sex with. He has offered to give me a one time pass to sleep with someone, but I'm not sure I want to accept his offer because I'm not sure if there's going to be any sort of backlash. AJ, CJ, what do you think? I mean, if you're perfect, why? Like all jokes aside, if you're with somebody and you're happy, why? Like, I don't understand this, this culture, this mindset of like, I'm happy in my relationship, but you know what? I just want to know what that other penis is like. Like, but this is different because she's not saying she wants it. He's suggesting to her that she should go out and have like a, a one time free for all to get some more experience because he doesn't feel like she's experienced enough. I feel like that he's like, I feel like maybe he's doing it to set him up for later. Like when he like, but babe, remember that time I gave you that pass? I just need one of those. Like. I, I just, I don't, that's, who, who wants, like, oh, whatever. Hey. <laughs> but you know what? I will tell you a really funny thing. So a, a few days ago, I think I sent you a screenshot of it. So a few days ago, this man DMs me and says to me, um, may I ask you a question? So I said, sure, what's your question? He's like, have you ever heard of uh, cuckold? And I said, yes, I, I know what it is. I'm aware of what um, being cuckold is. And he's like, okay. He's like, what do you think about that? Do you think it's like, do you think it's something that's sexy or hot or, you know, what I'm like, honestly, I don't really give any thought to it at all. So, you know, he's engaging me in this conversation and and it boils down to, like I said to him, okay, like obviously you're trying to go somewhere with this discussion. So just tell me what it is that you want and the direction he's going. So he says he's single. He's interested in being in a cuckold relationship with me. So for those of you who don't know what a cuckold relationship is, it's basically you, you have, you and your man are together, but your man feels sexually inadequate and he allows you to fuck other men in his presence and then he gets whatever sexual gratification he can from that either by, you know, licking you off and cleaning you up when you're when you're done or kissing you while you're being fucked by this other man or, you know, like touching on you or feeling on you in, in some sort of way. It's not a threesome. It's not a, a bisexual engagement. Like for all intents and purposes, the husband is not sexually interactive in this in the in the situation in any way, shape or form. He's he's there for moral support, let's say. So, you know, those kind of relationships are are a lot more common than we're aware of because they're just not in the forefront. And so I'm 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 also thinking like, you know, maybe not that he's he's he himself is in a cuckold relationship, but because he probably has more sexual experience than her and maybe he doesn't know how to teach her or bring her to that point. You know, maybe he genuinely and sincerely just wants her to go out and have like a really good free for all experience that she can come back to him with. That's a possibility. Yeah, maybe, but st- still, like, I don't understand it. I'm not judging. I will. I won't judge. To each his own. Whatever works for people. But I, I, I don't understand. I, I, I can give no advice to this because I just, I, I'm looking at it right now. You know how like dogs tilt their head to the side when they like are trying to figure something out. Like that's how it was this whole time. Like literally, I, I just, I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I, my suggestion to the, the, the young lady would be to not take the hall pass. Um, if you're interested in doing anything, you know, do it, do it with him. You know, if, if CJ and I have preached about anything, it's, it's about doing things as a couple that are interactive and engaging and, and sexy and fun and keeps the spark alive. You know what I mean? If that's the case, you know, have him go out and pretend to be another guy, get dressed up in a, in, in a way that he doesn't normally. So if he's like a regular suit and tie, you know, tell him to throw on like a pair of, you know, baggy jeans and some chucks and a white teacher or whatever, meet you at a bar, you know, pretend to be like whatever it is, you know, like that you need to do to spice up your relationship, especially if he's had more sexual experience than you, you know, tell him that you want to have those experiences with him, not with another man. Like if you're genuinely not interested, don't make anybody make you do something that you don't want to do or force yourself to go out there. You know, if it's, if it's, and clearly like if you haven't made a decision, it's something that's weighing on your brain. So maybe it's not something that you're hundred percent comfortable doing. Tell him that you want to have those experiences with him. Again, if he has more experience than you do, if he's into rough sex, if he's into choking, biting, restraints, BDSM, whatever, tell him that you want to have those experiences with him and explore that way. You know, don't put your relationship at risk 
for a fleeting moment on the off chance that it could turn into something else. Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's all I got. <sighs> okay. I Okay, so we're going to now delve into the world of online dating and online hookups. So before I get into this article, which is, it's a very heavy, heavy article, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. So CJ, one, um, are you into online dating at all? No. Okay. Um, if you knew someone that was into online dating, like they did the Tinder, they did the Plenty of Fish, or, or even, you know, they were into meeting people in their DMs and, and hooking up and hanging out with people and going on, on dates and getting to know people and what have you. Would you have any advice for someone who engages in online dating? The only Tinder you should be Tindering is chicken tenders. Okay, so let's try this again. Do you have any useful, useful advice? For individuals, because we we live in an age now where a lot of relationships are are developed through, like I said, through Tinder, through Plenty of Fish, through eHarmony, through Match.com. Like a lot of online dating services are are hooking up and connecting people. Even um, Married at First Sight, there's a series of questions that you have to go through before you meet the person that you're going to spend a year with and try to work out a marriage. Okay. So CJ, as a level-headed and logical man... Is there any useful advice that you would have for anyone that you know that engages in online dating? <laughs> Zoom into the feed as much as you can. Like, okay, so just... don't anymore because CJ <laughs> <laughs> has a problem. So, no, but seriously, um, be safe, um, protect yourself. Uh, if you do do like meetups uh, for actual dates, tell someone where you're going. I would even like, especially for women nowadays, I would say even do the thing to where like you have a friend come with you ahead of time, like sits across the room. Like you can maybe give a sign or send a text if everything's good and they can leave. But be safe. Like all jokes aside, like it's too much craziness going on in the world in here to be meeting up with people you met online without uh, some fail safes, I, I guess is what I would call it. Okay. I love you. And that's what I was looking for. So this article that I came across online, <clears throat> excuse me, says 27-year-old man has killed seven women that he met on dating sites. So this like guy- Like killed the pussy or like murder? Murder. Wow. That's, wow. Um, so this this guy, uh, does it say his name? It doesn't say his name, but he's 27 years old. Um, he basically goes on to dating websites and hooks up with unsuspecting women who he rapes and then murders. And he's killed seven women. Um, uh, one woman was found in his home. Um, he had disposed of another body in the bushes close to his house. He had disposed of another body in an abandoned building, um, within like a very short distance of where he lives. And the majority of these women that he met, he met on Tinder. Uh, there was one nurse that was able to escape from this guy, um, before she was murdered. He had raped her, but she was able to escape from him before um, he had killed her. And she had met him on uh, Tinder and they had agreed to meet up at a bar and then they went back to his home. Um, and all these incidents had taken place in North Hollywood. So the part, you know, like for the most part, you know, CJ, you and I, we, we have a lot of conversation about relationships and about sex and about intimacy um, and one of the areas that we haven't really tackled a whole lot is, uh, like we've talked about dating, but we haven't talked about, um, people who connect through online dating. And especially given the, the situation that we talked about, about the young lady who had contracted uh, the STDs three times from her boyfriend and then, or the, her, the, her significant other, um, and then finding out that his hookups were, uh, from online sites as well. Um, people really need to be mindful about being careful about people because people don't always portray, they're not always who they portray themselves to be. And it's not even just a catfish situation where they, they look like a whole other pe person. This person could look like and sound like and be everything that they, they put up in their bio, you know, and then it's just something, an innocent situation where they say, you know, let's go back to my house to have some drinks. You know, there's been a really great interaction. And next thing you know, you know, you're, you're, you're not waking up, you're not coming back, you're not going home or anything like that. Um, I know for myself, like I've done a couple of dates from online dating. 
I always give the contact information to somebody that I love and trust. I always let them know where I'm going to be. Um, you know, what the person looks like. I send a photo of the person. If I have that person's address for some reason, um, and, and all of their social, like as much information as I can possibly give about that individual, I give to somebody that I trust and care about in the event that, you know, something happens because you never know what's going to happen. Um, and I know this kind of swayed into like a, a serious subject, but I felt like it was important for us to talk about this particular thing because it's not something that we always talk about, but it's something that's very relevant and something that's very prevalent, um, in today's society. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you and I know at least half a dozen people, probably a dozen people between the two of us who have engaged in online dating, you know, however it may have come about or just some sort of a hookup or, you know, just even a connect through friend or whatever the case may be. Um, like CJ said, protect yourself in every way that you can, not just in the in the sexual type of way, but let somebody know where you're going to be. Make sure that you um have someone that you trust that that's aware of what the situation is, what the person looks like, you know, what their, what their, whatever the name is that they gave you that's so, so that somebody can ensure your safety. Couldn't agree enough. Like, Oh yeah. It's, it's, I know we play a lot and I talk shit and, and whatever, but don't, don't play with your safety. And you know, if the person, um, with the, as you said, there's things you can do where the person you're meeting doesn't even know. But at the end of the day, if the person feels offended or whatever because you're worried about your safety on the first time meeting, chances are you probably shouldn't be meeting them anyway. So that that's the word of wisdom I would share there. Yes. Okay. So I have one. I have one more uh, read for us. <clears throat> and um, I'm gonna say before I read it. I kind of have a good idea of what I think that your response is going to be, but you know what? You surprised me all the friggin' time. So he, who even knows? So this is based on the reason I wanted to share this is because for all the discussions that you and I have had about not carrying your feelings in your vagina as a woman, um, enjoying sex for the pleasures and the intimacy of it. Um, and understanding that intimate sex is very different than pleasure sex for gratification and, and being able to share energy with a person and, and being cool with the person. So I came across this meme and it says, when a man slash a woman makes love to you, is he or she blessing you or is he or she cursing you? Are they bitter, happy? Do they love themselves? Does he or she love you? Sex is a ritual exchange of energies, thoughts, emotions, and spirits. During sex, you become a spiritual sponge and the consciousness and energy of the other, for the consciousness and energy of the other person. Ask yourself, are they recharging, healing, or refueling your spirit? Or are they draining your energy and life force? Be mindful of the true powers sex possesses. Demons do exist and they will suck your soul out of you, literally. CJ, Mr. Devil Dick, Mr. Enchanted Tongue, Mr. Wild Up the Galdem, Mr. Galdem Sugar. What are your thoughts on this? Hmm. Um, that's deep. Um, but it makes sense. Like I, I can't say that I disagree with it. Um, you always want to be careful of who you're exchanging energy with. And people, even though it's just sex and it should be for for most people in the whole, like you said, not carrying your fe- your feelings in your vagina or carrying your feelings in 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 your penis. Like at the end of the day, it is that that exchange of energy. And I do believe that in some cases, not all, but there's like part of your energy that that person takes with them or that they leave behind. So you definitely would want to be careful um, of karma and all, all that other good shit. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't. It's that's that's that's. That's deep. Like, I, I wish I would have known that one before, because that's like one of those questions that I w- would have liked to take in some time to like really prepare to answer, like have a, a almost an awakened soul type answer for it. Um, Because that's deep. <laughs> OK, Um, I think this would be the one time where I disagree with you. Wow. I, I do. I get it. And, and I and I understand it. Um, I just think that. <laughs> I guess because I'm thinking about it like from a whole a whole bunch of different perspectives, because at one point in life, sex was only supposed to have been about procreation. It was not meant for pleasure. And anybody who engaged in sex for pleasure reasons was considered to be sinful or demonic or blasphemous or like a whole bunch of 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 other, you know, just really bad things. And I don't know, like, I feel like if I choose to have sex with somebody, even if it's somebody that I'm not in a loving and whole relationship with, yes, it's an exchange of energy. But I also don't feel like if that person is in an emotionally bad place for whatever else is going on in their life and we have sex and the sex is really good and everything is cool and we part company, I don't feel like I'm taking any of their demons with me. 
Well, no, and and that's why I made the distinction. Like, I don't think that it's ever, and the whole if they have like bad like bad things going on in life that it necessarily will rub off on you. And um, that's why I said sometimes like it, it it's I think that like, have you ever like been around someone who's like extremely bubbly and cheerful and it just seems like they just are walking on cloud nine and just by being with them, being around them a little bit, it kind of lifts up your day if you were having a bad day. I think that the same thing can happen. Not always. And I even, even to blame that purely on sex, I think is wrong too. I think that it's more of a of a connection type thing um than just than just because of the sex. Right. And I also feel like too there is like for me there's a distinct difference between making love to a person and having and sex with them. Absolutely. Exactly. And and that's the thing for me that's as part of this read that's that's for me where it gets tangled up and confusing and and that's why I was saying like I I can't necessarily say that you know, there's a recharge or a healing or refueling or any sort of demonic possession or anything bad or good that necessarily comes. Like when I'm in the moment of having sex and it's fucking for the sake of pleasure and you and I have a conversation and we have an understanding, I'm there for the enjoyment of it. I'm there for the enjoyment of you and I'm there to give you pleasure. Those are the goals of that interaction. If you and I, CJ, are in a relationship and we lay down together as a couple and we make love, to me, that's a completely different exchange of energy and I'm absorbing and giving back to you. So if you're having a bad day, my goal of making love to you is to, to absorb some of that bad energy and give you back good energy, you know? And even in walking away from that situation, I'm still not going to feel like I've taken something away that's that's bad or demonic or or selfish or unkind or unhealing or negative because I love you. You know, that exchange is a love exchange and there, there can't be anything for me that's bad in it. It's different if you're if you're in a shitty, abusive relationship where the person is holding you down and fucking you and it's not something that you want. That's a completely different exchange altogether. But I don't know, like, I feel like there's a lot of confusing, um, uh, confusing points in this particular particular meme or this particular article that I read, but I just, I feel like it's wrong to say that, you know, demons exist in intimacy and that, you know, um, I I don't know. I just, yeah, I mean, I I, I completely, I don't agree with blaming it purely on the intimacy. Like I think to say, I, I agree with some of what was said there from a, like I said, from like a connection an emotional connection type or just, just like, the, the the company you keep type type of yeah. reasoning but to blame it purely on sex i don't believe because my thing is is that let's say aj me and you for example are co-workers we don't talk outside of business we but every other wednesday we meet at a hotel we fuck our brains out and we go we don't have a conversation we don't sit around and watch tv together we don't ask about our kids like that's legitimately all it is i don't really think that there's much even if you are carrying demons around you that I may get from that off just off having sex. But if I integrate you into my life, if we're kicking, if we're hanging out, if we're uh share, I'm trying to be that emotional support to you. Like, just like with anything, like it can be toxic and then it can wear down on me. I can believe that it can be transferred that way, but to blame it purely on sex. I, I yeah. no, I can't, I can't get with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And that is it for my reads of the day and our articles and our questions. Twerk, 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 twerk. Okay, but before we uh, before we go, <laughs> you have other people out there now saying this, right? Am I clapping? From- <laughs> I'm a trendsetter. What can I say? This is what I do. I do this for a living. A trendsetter for the fuckery. <laughs> but I do have um, something that I want to discuss with you. So, as you know, I sent a picture to your DM of the lovely Miss Dasha Polanco. Um, so, it, 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 yes, yes, yes. She's just amazing. And, like, yeah. But nonetheless, I started drooling on myself a little bit. We're going to step away from it. So, it made me think um, to ask you this question before. And it's just something fun, a palate cleanser, so to say. Who would you, the 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 top three bodies in Hollywood, men and women, who who would you give it to? Men and women, who would I give it to? Um, oh, for the love of God, I can't remember what his name is. The guy who plays um, Peter Quill uh, in The Avengers. Oh, Chris Not Pratt. the Avengers, sorry. And yes. Okay. Chris Pratt's Jurassic Park body and his... Um, 
Guardians of the Galaxy body, he could get it all fucking day and night. All when I'm tired, I would just lay spread eagle so he could get some. Oh, my wow. goodness me. Okay, so he's definitely one. Um, Woman-wise, <laughs> Serena. Serena. Oh, that woman is body. Like, she should just change her name to body. Like, right? yeah. She is strong. You see, like, Jamaicans, there's the word strong, and then there's the word strong, where there's no S. When you're strong, like, your body just fit from morning till night. She, for the love of God, she she would be my she would be my number one choice. Absolutely. Oh my goodness, absolutely. Yeah, she could she could definitely, definitely, definitely get it. Um, and then my number three. Who would my number three be? Dun dun dun. Oh, CJ, I hate you. Um That's a lie. <laughs> in this exact moment, I hate you. Um, who would my number three be? Oh, um, the game. The rapper? Uh-huh. Ask me Interesting. More. Why? Because he just looks like a dirty, dirty man. Like, he looks like he would fuck you in the dirtiest, most sexual way and just talk some shit to you. Yeah. Sorry. Ooh, I think I got a little bit of drool on my chin now, for the love of God. Yeah, but those those would be my those would be my three. And he's just big and tick and built like a tank. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Sorry. Who, be you? Who are your three? I know Dasha for sure is in there. Oh, yeah. Um... Whew. Okay, hold on. Let me think about this. So while you're thinking, I want to tell I want to tell our listeners what you said. So CJ said, "Why would you say to- that?" Like that. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> CJ sends me this picture of Dasha, and because I'm not really a, a big TV watcher, I didn't really know who she was. So he tells me her name's Dasha, and I went to go look her up or whatever. So I'm like, okay. So he's like, that woman, where, where is it? I have to find it to tell people specifically what you said. But CJ, okay, so he's like, oh, my Lanta. And so I was like, uh, who's that? So I put the love eyes. I'm like, she looks fabulous. He's like, that, that's Dasha. I'm like, okay, so I don't know who it is. So I went to go look up Dasha. This man proceeds to tell me I would eat Fruit Loops out of her ass. <laughs> so because I'm an asshole, I went and found a picture of Dasha that shows Dasha's body from the back and the small of her back and the smoothness of her skin. And CJ says to me, just give me a spoon, Dottiness. You see? Do you people hear what's going on in the background and in the box scenes when you are not around? These are the conversations that I'm forced to have with my wonderful co-host. This is why I, I get subjected to people listen, on a daily I don't, basis. I don't believe that I said that. I'm sorry. I'm reading it. Hello. <laughs> I don't. Th- those are doctored. I don't believe that I said that. I re- don't even bother. No bother. Don't try. Don't try. Oh my Lanta. Who says that but you? Who says that but you? I have no idea what you're talking about. I would eat Fruit Loops out of her Monday at 9:53 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> don't act crazy. Don't act. Cra- I will put all your business out there. Don't- Listen to me. For the amount of times you come for me and the craziness that you come with me, come for me with, yeah. Don't don't act crazy. Don't act crazy. Come, 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 sir. Who are your other two? I know Dasha Dasha is is in there. Who are the other two? Oh God, you've just completely thrown off my um <laughs> God. Uh um uh uh Jesus. Okay. Um hmm. I, you know what? And I, I would not have said her like six months ago, but after her pictures at the VMAs, Ashanti. Oh, yeah. She's been Whoa. I don't know what's going on, but she's been guanin with pure things lately. Listen, give me my spoon again. Because, <laughs> like. Which, which type of cereal? Because you can't Because, like, <laughs> God damn. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even know. But yeah, definitely yeah. hand me my spoon. Um, other than that, oh, and I I have to go. I have to go non non black. Ashley Graham, the plus size model. Ashley Graham, listen here. Yeah, yeah. You make some good choices, CJ. I gotta pat you on the back. Listen. See, this is why you're my man. This is why I fucks with you. This is why I fucks with you. Forget the cereal. Give me sushi, and then like when the rice <laughs> like breaks off from the sushi, I'm definitely going and getting that rice kernel because that shit. Oh I'm my sorry, God. what? Back that up, please. What did you just say? When the, Yo, when the, cause you know how like when done. you eat sushi. To <laughs> me, I said we're done. We're done. We're fit. We're done. We're finished. We're done. Really? What? Are you breathing? I'm just saying. 
I can't leave you alone with the internet for five seconds. This man just said you want to eat a fucking rice grain. You go look for the rice kernel, the rice grain. I don't you say? Yes, yes, that's exactly what I need. All I need all my rice, like no matter where. Yeah, I need it. I need it all. CJ, all if the rice grain don't drop in there, you're still gonna look for the rice grain that's missing. Manoya, you know. There's always one that's missing. You're right. There's (laughs) always. Oh, I can't. I can't. AJ, uh, tell the wonderful people where they can find us so we can go the fuck home. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at lovelustmbas. Uh, if you want to email us any questions, scenarios, uh, feedback, anything you'd like for us to tackle, you can hit us up at lovelustmbas, all one word, at yahtoo.com. Um, you can find our wonderful, fantastic, fabulous, mind-blowing episodes on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, Spreaker, Stitcher, The Real Midwest Radio, Urban Mogul Life, and we are proudly part of the Urban Mogul Life family. Um, and I don't know if I can say this yet, but I'm going to wait for you to announce no, it. Say uh, we're it. Also on, yes, we're also on Anchor. Um, that's that's what I was going to say. I was going to talk about Anchor. And um, you can find me on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. And I am also on Twitter at that Jones kid AJ1. And the announcement that AJ said she was going to wait for me to announce, I, I was going to wait till next week, but fuck it. Love, Lust, and Badass Soul is officially, will be on the radio, on Wild Dogs Radio, Thursday night, starting September 6th at 10 p.m. EST in Indiana and Chicago. This is huge. Um, yes. Uh, so, this is, oh yeah, exactly. This is this is just going to be amazing. So, um <laughs> Find us there, especially if you're in the Indiana and Chicago area. But, I mean, they are internet radio, so you can listen to them anywhere. If you want to hear us live, that's the place to do it. And also, another thing, and because it's basically set in stone, we just don't have the date yet. Love, Lust, and Badass Soul will be coming to the D.C. area for a live show. Details to come very shortly, but we're aiming for mid to end of november uh but yeah we'll have that date worked out soon because that's right around the corner but it's happening we will be in the dc area we will be at the nation's capital with all types of debauchery so yeah (laughs) i hope they don't kick us out because i'm actually a canadian citizen and i'm not trying to like go to jail or get in trouble so yeah Seems like Trump may be getting the fuck up out of here soon anyway. So you'll 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 be good. But nonetheless, you can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H A I Z E. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. We're all alone in the villa on the Riviera. Got some friends on the south side in case you care. Out of all of your friends, I won't be the closest. That's why I tell you things to be the most. It's when it comes to life to be this man's wife. You got to be well-educated on the subject of fights. I mean the prevention of. In other words, it's Ariel, meaning of this thing called love. Are you up on this? If something you can get up off a hug and a kiss. Come in, baby. You sexy motherfucker. Come in, baby. Yeah. You sexy motherfucker. We need to talk about things. Tell me what you do. Tell me what you eat. I might cook for you. See, it really don't matter because it's all about me and you. Ain't no one else around. I'm even with the blindfold, gagged and bound. I don't mind. See, this ain't about sex. It's all about love. Being a charge of this and life and the next. While all the cosmic talk, I just want you smarter than I'll ever be when we take that walk. Come here, baby. You sexy motherfucker. Come here, baby. You sexy motherfucker. Horn, stand up, please. Motherfucker Come here, baby yeah. mm. You say
sexy motherfucker. Tommy Barbarella in the house.